God bless everybody. This is the prophet Lovi, and you're welcome to this amazing prophetic evening. And I want everybody to let somebody that will let somebody know that we are live and it's going to be a powerful time in the presence of the living God. I thank God for uh, um, I thank God for the prophet, uh, for the prophets and the apostles and the bishops, my sons and daughters. And we also have uh, Prophet Reuben in the house with us tonight. Yeah. The, the great bishop. And uh, I'm, I'm always amazed by, you know, the love of Prophet Reuben. And then also my, my daughter, the prophetess Theron, is here. And, uh, and uh, it's going to be a, a good evening. And I know that the Lord Jesus also placed you here. Uh, you may not be here physically, but spiritually you're here. And uh, I want to honor one of my daughters, Maria, who has been there from the beginning. If there's one person who's like a triple, triple OG, gangster OG from the beginning, it's Maria. Maria has been there from the start. And I remember, I remember the first time I met Maria uh, many years ago. It was in a service that I was invited uh, by a powerful woman of God called uh, Prophetess Lola. And uh, when I went to that service, and um, the hand of God was too much. And from then, I never stopped seeing Maria. And uh, it's been years now. And she's always been faithful. If there is somebody who was born to be an evangelist, is her. Amen. I've never met somebody who will find people on the street and convince you and you, she will take you to church. Amen. No, no, I'm not saying she will tell you receive Jesus. She will tell you follow me to church now. And so many people's lives were saved and rescued because of her. And uh, I thank the Lord Jesus for you too much. And it's such an amazing blessing to see you here with me tonight. And each and every one of you in the world, I want you to share this as many times as you can because we are going to be speaking about kingdom asset. Amen. What is a kingdom asset and, and what it means to you? Uh, I, want to, I want to make sure that you share this because this will be too much of a powerful message. It will be, it will be too much. Amen. I will say it again. It will be too much. Amen. It will not be a little, it will not be okay, it will be too much. And it is the desire of God for you, for you to hear this message. And uh, I know your life will not be the same. So uh, if you're on Facebook, I want you to share. If you have shared, type I've shared. If you're on uh, YouTube, I want you to text somebody, let somebody know that will let another somebody know that will let another, another somebody know that we are alive. You know, I can feel the anointing already that the suit is becoming too, is becoming too hot already. Hallelujah. So I want you to share. When you're ready, just say, we are ready and, uh, and God is going to move in a special way. I'm waiting for everybody to say they are ready. I don't know if the people inside here also are ready. I want everybody to go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 20. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 20. No, thank you. I'm good. Ah, are you ready? Yes. Please remember, I, I want to build a culture in the church. This will help you with the spirit of revelation. Amen. Whenever you read scripture, take your time. Don't rush through the text. 
Even the word play in scripture means something. Take your time, like you know your favorite, uh, I don't know, when I eat ice cream, I take my time. <laughs> you know when you're eating that, the, the most flavored food you can think of, you just eat no rush. No rush at all. You know, don't do the challenge thing, one minute you have changed, you know, you cover the camera and take your time. <laughs> You know, there are people who want to just read quickly and they think that, no, 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 no. The power of the word of God is in your ability to meditate on what you're reading. Amen. Don't, don't, take your time. And I want everybody that is watching, savor the word of God. Amen. Because that's where the power is. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Uh-huh. 2 Timothy 2, verse 20. Give me a little more oomph. Uh-huh. 2 Timothy 2, verse 20. I like that. Uh-huh. But in a great house. In a great house. There are not only vessels of mm -hmm. gold and of silver, mm -hmm. but also of wood and of earth. Mm -hmm. And some to honor and some to dishonor. I want us all to read it together. Amen. I want us to all read it together. We are going to count to three. I'll count to three and we are all going to read it together. Amen. I want everybody to grab their Bible because this, uh, this is... Extra deep. Yeah. One, two, three. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. One more time. But in a great house mm -hmm. there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth. I want you to read it one last time and read it thinking about what you're reading. One, two, three. But in a great house mm -hmm. there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, mm -hmm. but also of wood and of earth, mm -hmm. and some to honor and some to dishonor. Father, I pray that, that our hearts will change as we hear this word. Father, we turn from our wicked ways as we receive your word. Give us, Father, the grace to rise from where we are into deeper realms in you. In the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, listen to what the Bible is saying. But in a great house. But in a great house. I want to explain to you something that not everybody in the house of God is valuable. Come on. Not everybody in the kingdom of God is an asset to the kingdom of God. So in the book of Timothy is telling you in a great house, meaning the house is great, the honor of the house is great, the status of the house is great. But in that house, there is not only things made of gold and silver. Why is it saying gold and silver? Because we know wealth is measured in gold. We know gold depreciation is almost rare or almost impossible because the money you use is measured in gold but we also know silver silver also retains a level of value that even money the old coins that people used to trade in was in silver if you look at Jesus was sold by 30 pieces of silver 
So we know silver carries the ability to trade. So gold represents the value that doesn't depreciate. Silver represents the buying power or trading power. So there are those who are so valuable in the kingdom of God like gold. There are those in the kingdom of God are value, but they also have the ability to trade. There are some that are made of wood. And there are some that are made of clay or the earth or dirt. Some of them are to honor and to some of them are unto dishonor. Meaning not everything in the house of God honors God. Not everything in the house of God is an asset. What does an asset mean? Something of value. Something that retains its value. A person of value or a thing of value. An asset is something that does not bring losses to you. But adds gains to you. There are people in the kingdom of God that are not an asset to God. And there are people that are in the presence of God, that are in the house of God. They are actually a prophet unto God. I wish somebody could hear me. The issue is so many people are so comfortable. They are so comfortable being a liability to heaven. Wherever they are, they bring losses to God. They don't bring gains to God. If you did not know something about God, God wants things of value. He wants assets. God is not interested in big numbers. God is interested in big profits. I'll say it again. God is interested in profits. This is in your scriptures. The master gave talents to his servants. He gave talents to his servants according to their value. One he gave five, another gave three, another he gave one. But all of them, he gave it to them according to their value in his house. Each one of these was given the the talent according to their value in the house of God. Can you find that? I'm going to help somebody right now. All of them were given this, not according to their prayer. But according to their ability to bring value in the house of God. Some of you, you will never receive what you're praying for because you are a liability to God. So you may be asking what God has given Prophet Reuben. But when God looks at Prophet Reuben, his weight in the spirit matches what he's asking for. And God knows if I give him these things... I, God, will profit. Not only prophet Reuben will profit. You see, some of you, God can never make you great because he will not profit from it. Some of you, God cannot prosper you because he will not have any gain to it. People think that God just blesses you to bless you for the sake of blessing you. No. Everything that God does has a lasting effect that must be of profit to him. Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 to 30. Matthew 25, 14 to 30. Matthew 25, 14 to 30. Hallelujah. Do you have the other mic? Amen. As quickly as you can. Matthew 25, 14 to 30. For the kingdom of heaven 
is as a man traveling. The kingdom of God is like a man traveling. Keep going. Into a far country. Uh-huh. Who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Stop right there. Notice the servant, the master is traveling. He calls his servants who are where? In his house. Amen. These are assets in his house. Yes. He's traveling, he's trying to leave his assets to be managed by individuals in his house. <laughs> Not people that are somewhere else, but his own servants in his own house. Keep going. And unto one he gave five talents. Uh-huh. To another two. Uh-huh. And to another one. Uh-huh. To every man according to his, his, his several ability. Everyone according to his several abilities. So God doesn't bless you because you prayed. God doesn't bless you because you fasted. God doesn't bless you because you went to the mountain and cried. God doesn't increase you because of any of them. God is looking at your ability. Are you an asset to the kingdom of God? No, you didn't hear what is happening here. It is God who is coming to them to give them something to do. That will benefit them, but he wants to profit also. But God is giving them according to their ability. A Christian who does not cultivate his ability, you are a liability to God. There are some people that are saying, God, give me a job, but you don't want to pick up a a book and learn a new skill. You are a liability to God. When you get in that company, you will shame God. How are you going to bring honor to God when you go into a profession that you want, but you don't study towards it? You don't have an understanding of it? This is good. You don't need a certificate from school, but you have to be somebody, if they gave you the opportunity, you will do better, better. than somebody that has a certificate from school. Yes. Yeah. Because you have an understanding of what you're doing. Amen. Yes, Papa. This is good. So God doesn't bless you because you cried and, and rolled on the floor. It's a lie. Wow. You know, the ministry of I receive is very dangerous. I'm going to say it again. The ministry of I receive is very dangerous. Because so many people want to shout I receive. But they don't want to put the work that will bring that I receive to manifest. Everything is I receive. But they go home they are still lazy. I receive. They will not go after what God said go after. You are a liability. You are, you, are, you are a loss to the kingdom of God. Teach us, Father. You are not a gain to Jesus. You are a loss. You are big time loss to God. So when God is looking at who he will give the ability to manage, it's not because of grace. Right. It gives you because of your ability. Wow. Wow. The reason why God chose David is because of his ability. The reason why God chose Saul, it was because of his ability. The reason why God chose Peter, it was because of his ability. Imagine, think about this. Out of all the apostles of Jesus, they were all great servants. But Peter was the most important asset to Jesus. Yet Peter was not the closest to Jesus. They were all important. They were all gold. Some were silver, some were gold. But not everybody was an asset to Jesus as Peter was. 
Peter wasn't close to him. John was the closest to him. Some of you, you think God will give you some responsibility because you're closest to him. It's a lie. It's not true. You can be so close to God, but he will pick your neighbor to do a task and not give it to you. But you wonder, is it, is it because, and you know, there's one time, I remember, I remember this, uh, the church that I used to go to before I started ministering. And uh, 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 you know, there are people who are professional are starting their ministries within people's ministry. That is demonic. That is very demonic. It is satanic. It's a demonic, satanic thing. To this day, the pastor of the church is still one of the fathers that I honor to this day. He's not my spiritual father, but he's a father that I honor in the kingdom of God. Amen. And he knew, even God spoke to him and told him, this boy is going to do this and this and this. Yes. I asked permission. He said, no, no, God gave me a dream. Go ahead and do it. So it was never out of rebellion. I've never done anything out of rebellion. Amen. I remember in this church, I've been prophesying for a long time. But in the church that I was in, I never displayed my gift. I was like somebody that had nothing. No one knew who I was. The pastor knew, but I ne- nobody really knew anything. Eva knows this. Uh, nobody knew that. I never looked for the limelight or any spotlight. It was never like that. I played drums when they needed me to. I did sound when they needed me yes. to. I was just serving like everybody else who served. When one of the ladies discovered my gift... She said, wow, God is using you because you're so faithful and so, so holy to God and, and you're so close to God. I told that woman of God, it has nothing to do with any of those things. <laughs> she said, no, 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 but I know even, I just kept quiet. The problem with people who God doesn't use for greatness, they always think they understand what God is looking for. Mm. Yeah. Right, right, right. If God wanted scholars of the word, he would have never gone to find Luke, Peter and them. You would have gone to church to recruit people. True, true, true. That's good. If Jesus walked on the earth today, do you know who he'd recruit? He would go on social media and find people that are very good at social media. He will find an apostle of Facebook. He will find a fisherman of Twitter. He will find somebody on TikTok that knows how to reach people. Every single person that Jesus had had a special reach unto the people. Out of all of them, the one that had to encounter and deal with more people was Peter, more than all of them. Mm-hmm. You guys are not getting what I'm saying. He was a man who was in the marketplace. He was a fisherman, he was a trader. He had to deal with people all the time. That when Jesus met him, Jesus did not say this to any one of them. He said, you, I will make you a fisher of men. The same way you're catching fish, you catch people. So Jesus was interested in his fishing skill, not his praying skill. No one can pray better than Jesus. So good. That's so deep. So good. Jesus was interested in his ability to communicate with people. He's rich with people. His ability to manage his people. Remember, Peter had servants. He had other boats that people worked for him. His ability to lead others. The other ones were not any kind of leader. Mm-hmm. They were indifferent things. Some were, were, were good with like uh, 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 Matthew was a tax collector. Luke was a doctor. Yeah. But they never had to do like, hey, you come here. No, you do this. They never did anything like that. Right. Wow. God doesn't go for somebody who is simply spiritual. Yeah. No. 
It doesn't work like that. That's so good. With what God has given you, how can you reach other souls? Amen. How can you be a prophet to God? Some Christians are poor because you don't want to work. Saying God will increase me, increase is coming, but you're not upgrading your skills. You're not working on your trade. So that when the grace comes, it will give you speed and results. You want to be stagnant saying God will increase, God will do this. It's not going to happen. This is not juju witchcraft. No. It's not like you go to the bush somewhere, they do some things, they say, it's not like that. So God is giving them according to their abilities. Yes. Meaning when you are in the house of God, mm-hmm. you are in Revelation Church. Amen. Yes, God is not looking at your spirituality because no one will be more spiritual than God. Amen. So God is not interested in your spirituality because God can make anybody spiritual. Right. Yeah. Wow, right there. Wow. That's good teaching. Yeah. <laughs> this week God came and told me, the Lord came and spoke to me and he told me, uh, when your son turns 12, you're going to open his eyes. Wow. Right now, don't do it until when he's 12. Amen. He is now getting to the place that you can do it. Why is God saying that? He was saying, I was waiting for him to mature at a certain place. Yeah. So when this is unlocked for him, yeah. he will be able to follow what I want him to do. Amen. But look at how God's thinking is. God is not just saying he should be just spiritual and do it. God is measuring his maturity. Yeah. Wow. How he can handle encounters. Wow. Yeah. How he can learn how to communicate what God will be saying. God is measuring all this thing. God is telling me this. Yeah. And today when I was going, I was driving with him, I told him, uh, my son, God said that uh, when you're 12 next year, this is going to happen. I'm going to do this for you. But now I need you to be more responsible and accountable with certain things that you do. He said, okay, dad. Notice I didn't tell him start fasting and praying. You can teach anybody spirituality. It's easy because spirituality is about grace. Mm. Right. Wow. Skill is not. Wow. Spirituality is on grace. Good. That's deep, Papa. That's good teaching. So good. Listen to me carefully. This is why some of you, all the message that you want to hear is just hell, brimstone, rapture. Yet you have not done anything for God and you're comfortable going home. What price will you have? No, 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 you didn't hear what I said. Don't you know you're here? There are crowns you will never get. This is our chance to gain crowns. In heaven, you're not getting anything. For eternity, they will look at you and say, this guy made heaven, but he never saved souls. This one made heaven, but never fed anybody. Never did anything for widows and widowers. It will be open. Even in heaven, there are people who have crowns and people who don't. Why is God putting a distinction? He's trying to show there are some that are more important than others. There are others that are assets. And some others just made it. For us who are in the house, we want to be valuable. I just don't want to be in the house. If you stand in heaven when you're walking, will people run to you and say, ah, 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 Paula, 
and they will remind you, Paul, I remember when you fed me. You say, I don't even remember. Uh, you remember when you, on, uh, the, you become famous in heaven, everybody's waiting for you to come. Amen. You are honored by God because you are an asset. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Making it to heaven is good, is important. But be an asset for eternity that you become that walking testimony that you did something for God on earth. I don't want to be forgotten among those people that just made it to heaven. I don't want to be among the redeemed of God. No, 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 no. I want to be among the holy ones of God. Those who did things for God. There are some that are called the redeemed of God. Those ones, they were just rescued. They would have been in hell, but God just redeemed them. They are not assets. Moses is still an asset to God. Moses can still come on earth and minister to you because he's an asset. God cannot erase Moses and put him in the back burner and raise another Moses. There will always be one Moses. Jesus is in the garden. Elijah and Moses are appearing to him. Why not uh, uh, some random prophets that people don't know? Because Elijah and Moses were such big assets to God that if they are going to meet with Jesus, it is something of value that will meet Jesus. This is really good. So good. Understand this. God is looking for how to make a profit of you. Amen. Whether you like it or not, it's just the way it is. And God finds it evil if you don't give him any kind of profit. Mm -hmm. Keep reading. Watch this. To every man according to his several ability. And straightway took his journey. 16. Mm -hmm. Then he that had received the five talents Mm -hmm. went and traded with the same. Mm -hmm. And made them another five talents. Mm -hmm. And likewise, he that had received two he also gained another two. Mm-hmm. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth. Notice, did they trade spiritually or did they trade with the skills that God gave them? Skills. With the skills. Gave yeah. God gave them something spiritual. They managed it with their physical skills because it was their abilities the reason why they were given what they were given. Not their prayer life. Sometimes when I'm trying to help my sons and daughters grow in ministry according to what God has given, some are too much in a rush. Too quickly. They want to arrive before their time. It's very heartbreaking. There is no one who wants to see more prophets rise up. There's no one who wants to see it more than me. God is my witness. I really want people to grow. I want, that is why when I come, I teach you mysteries yeah. of my encounter. Amen. I'm teaching you things that actually can get you to manifest God. Amen. I'm not just coming with a good word. No, I want you to really walk with people to see you and to see Jesus. Yes. Yes. Some people think it's because I'm handsome that people follow me. <laughs> Some people think it's because I dress nicely. No, 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 it has nothing to... It is because I have something of value. That when people listen, they profit, and I profit God by what I carry. Amen. Amen. Look at what we are doing right now. 
We've never had a Sunday service. We've only done Easter Sunday service. Or Easter service in the park. We've never had a building of our own. We were leasing a building to do just one night prophetic service. But people are traveling from around the world to be there. And from that, we're going to a 46,000 square foot building. You think it's by accident? No. Do you think it's by coincidence? No. <coughs> it's not because of any of those things. Yes, the grace of God is involved. Yes, the power of God is involved. But the skills that God gave to his servant, that he cultivated, is what is allowing everything to flow the way it's flowing. Just because God's blessing is on you doesn't mean you succeed. Yeah. Wow. There are people God can bless and the blessing is there but it's dormant because you don't do anything. Mm. That's good, Papa. Read it again. Read it again. 18. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. 19, mm -hmm. after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. And so that he had received five talents from and brought another five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gainest beside these five more talents. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, and I will make thee ruler over many things. Mm -hmm. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. So you can never enter into the joy of the Lord if you don't profit God. Wow. wow. I don't know if you heard what that what just said. <clears throat> Read it again. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Not because he was praying. He was good and faithful because he profited God. Wow. Yeah. Your faithfulness to God is not because you pray all the time. Your faithfulness to God is how are you profiting God? That's deep. I cannot say you are a faithful son and daughter if I give you a task to do. And it always ends up in problems. Keep going. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, mm -hmm. and I will make thee ruler over many things. You have been faithful over a few things. So his faithfulness was in what he was given, mm -hmm. not in, to God. Yeah. There are people who pray, but God gives them anything, they can't do anything with it. Mm. Keep going. Even thou enter into the joy of thy Lord. Mm -hmm. He also that received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Mm -hmm. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. And mm -hmm. the Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things, 
and I will make thee ruler over many things. Mm -hmm. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Mm -hmm. Then he which had received the one talent came. He that was received one talent came. And said, Lord, mm -hmm. I know that thou art a hard man. God, I know that you are a hard man. Some of you, you don't think that God is a hard man. Wow. <laughs> you think he's just handing out roses. God is a hard man. He's serious about what he's giving. Amen. Keep going. Lord, I know that thou art a hard <clears throat> I know that thou art a hard man. Mm -hmm. Reaping where thou hast not sown. Ah ah. God is reaping where he has not what? Sown. God gives you something and he expects to gain from it. So God is not giving you something so that he doesn't gain anything. He wants to reap where he never planted anything because you are the one who's going to plant. Wow. Wow. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Keep going. Reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not straw. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in mm -hmm. the earth. Mm -hmm. Lo, there has thy, uh, that, that, that is thine. Mm-hmm. Has Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, mm -hmm. thou knewest that I reap where I sow not, and gathers where I have not straw. Mm -hmm. Thou oughtst therefore have put my money in the exchangers, mm -hmm. and then at my coming I should have received my own with Surrey. Mm -hmm. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto thou which has ten talents. Hold on right there. So when you, God gives you something and you don't profit God, some of you, you are poor, not because or you are struggling, not because the devil took from you. Yeah. The reality is the devil cannot take anything from you. Mm -hmm. Job said, God gives and God taketh. Yeah. The devil cannot take from you. Yeah. The devil can hinder you, can stifle you, but he cannot mess with what God has given. Yeah. Some of you, your struggle is because God could not see you are doing any profit. He took it and gave it to Prophet Reuben. Mm. So you are wondering the things that you've been trying to do. Somebody else started doing it and started doing better than you. Deep. You're like, but I'm the one who started this. They stole my idea. Okay, if they stole it from you, why are they successful more than you? God gave it to them. Yeah. Wow. No, 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 you didn't hear what wow. I just told you. Not the devil. Catching. Not Satan. Yes. Wow. God will take that which you, he gave you and give it to another. And he says he will even take the nothing you don't have. Oh. The bed that that gift can sit in, he will take it from you and add it to that guy. So God is giving them the ability to enter into bigger skills, Whoa. better skills. Wow. Wow. Some of you, you have fasted for against the devil. It was not the devil. It was you. Somebody can hear me. If you can hear me, type fire. Uh, I can't hear people shouting fire. This is the deception that so many believers are going through in the house of God right now. Too many people, I, I, I don't know how to tell you. So many people, this is the problem. This is the issue. 
This is the issue. This is the major, major issue. God will bless you. Huh? God will increase you. Huh? You're not doing any skills. Amen. You need room that the blessing will sit in. Yeah. Are you a prophet to God or not? There are people that were supposed to go very far with God, but they will never go anywhere. Because they never gave themselves value. Mm. They never became valuable in the house of God. Such kind of people will blame everybody else. It's just doors are not opening. Ah, this and but they never prepare for where they are going. Let me give you an example. Jacob, Jacob was a farmer. You guys know that, right? Yeah. He tended to the flock, right? Mm -hmm. And his brother was a hunter, mm -hmm. but he was a farmer. Him, he was a guy who looked after livestock. Mm -hmm. Is it not true? Yes. True. It's true. Watch this. When he escaped from his brother, after he had done whatever it took to receive the blessing, Notice God loved Jacob because Jacob was sneaky. <laughs> Jacob literally means supplanter, yeah. the tricky one. His brother was so straight, but he was so straight that he could not receive the blessing. Imagine somebody is tricking his way into the blessing. Wow. Let me give you an example. God says be as gentle as a dove and be as what? Wise as a what? But you think a serpent is evil. <laughs> Many of you think snake is evil. A lot of Christians don't want the snake part, the wisdom part. They don't want craftiness. A godly, there is a godly craftiness. Do you realize Jesus made people crucify him? He knew how long it took them to build the temple. And he stood before them and he said... Oh yeah, you're saying that? Destroy this temple and in three days I will rebuild it. Mm. Very well knowing that he's talking about his body, yeah. but insinuated in a way that they would think he's talking about the temple. Yeah. Yeah. He was playing them. <laughs> Jesus didn't come to live for a long time. He came to provoke them to kill him. Yeah. So what was he going to do to, for them to kill him? He waited. Jesus went to the temple all the time. Yes. But one day he just decides to break the tables, whip people and, and do all these things and say, my father's house will be a house of prayer and then disappears. Why did he do that? He went to that temple for, all, for over 30 years. Yeah. Over 33 years he went to the temple. Yeah. But one day he decides to break everything, destroy everything. Yeah. And he stands up and says, my father's house will be a house of prayer. Amen. Jesus, for all those years you didn't see it. Today is the day you are seeing it. Do you know why he did that? Because he knew that the priests would profit from the sales. No one can sell at the temple without the priests. He knew this for years. Right. The time that he wanted them to actually crucify him, for them to make a case to decide to crucify him, he decided to flip tables and disappear and went go into hiding. So he gave them a reason for them to accuse him, even though what he did was biblical. Yes. For all those years he went to the temple. Why didn't he break anything? It's called spiritual snake. It's craftiness. They were not just going to crucify him. He had to give them a reason to crucify him. They tell him, are you the Messiah? He said, I didn't say that. You said that. 
They're like, this guy's playing games. He's making us look stupid before people. He was very crafty. You, you have no skill of any kind of, you think being, you know there is a demonic craftiness. Yes. <laughs> Teach, Papa. Teach. And there is a godly craftiness. Do you realize what Jacob did was not a sin? What Jacob did was not a sin. Not at all. There's nowhere God told Jacob, repent, how could you steal your brother's blessing? God was extremely happy. Because God was looking for who's willing to do anything to gain the blessing. That God is saying, I love this tricky Jacob. Esau, I don't love him. You can be too straight until God doesn't like you. Somebody that is not spiritual will not understand what I'm saying. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. I want God to give me the prophetic. Mm -hmm. I've been praying for years, it's not coming. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will take me 50 years for God to actually even, uh, uh, um, to feel okay to give me the prophetic. Are are you listening? Yes. Yes. Maybe 50 years. But there is a prophet called Prophet Lovi that can prophesy deep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My shortcut to this gift is not me going to the mountain and praying. My shortcut is let me serve this prophet. And in the process, I can tap into that grace before even God gives it to me. Do you realize when, when, let me me show you who had this wisdom. Elisha, God tells, uh, God tells Elijah, Go anoint Elisha to be prophet after you. Mm-hmm. E- Elisha is working on the farm. Elijah comes, takes out his jacket, puts it on him and says, God has anointed you to be a prophet. Not to continue what I'm doing, to be a prophet and took it off and walked away. Mm-hmm. Elisha ran after him and said, hey, wall up, wall up, wall up. Let me serve you. Why did he ask to serve him? Because he wanted to know what he has been given. He wanted to know what he was supposed to do. Because what he was given, he didn't even know how it worked. The sons of the prophet who knew Elijah never served him. They had a prophetic calling, they never served him. They never did anything for him. Elijah was a lone ranger. Elisha said, this is my opportunity. He, he cooked for his family, left his family and followed Elijah. Yes. Elijah was actually trying to dodge him. <laughs> Elisha could not be shaken off until Elijah said, listen, what can I do for you? Wow. He said, I want what you have. Not I want God to give me. God may never give it to me because God never gave it to me in the first place. Mm-hmm. But he gave it to you. Yeah. Mm. But he understood that the man of God has the ability to give what God has given them. Yes, yes. This is good. This is good. Meaning if I find somebody that is a billionaire mm-hmm. can teach me to enter into millions instead of me praying for my business to prosper. You didn't get what I just told you. Some of you are praying for things God will never give you unless you go learn from somebody. Elisha went to Elijah. When he told Elijah, you see that coat you put on me? I want it. Elijah said, dang, this is a hard thing. You know what? If you see me being taken up, then it will be yours. And Elijah is still trying to run away from him. 
when he's being taken up, he's trying to trick him. Yeah. <laughs> when he was taken up, Elisha is the one who cried. He said, my father, you are leaving me. Remember what I cried for. Yeah. Then Elijah took off his clothes while he's flying into heaven yes. and threw it to him. Right. When Elisha took off his clothes, put on what Elijah had given him. But remember, he had been with Elijah for years, yes. learning how the prophetic works. When his brothers, the prophets, will come to him and tell him, do you know your father is about to get caught up? Your master, they didn't even say your prophet. Your master, he said, I know. Mm. They thought they could prophesy better. But Elisha was wise. He wanted to be like Elijah, not to just have a gift. Yes, 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 yes. When Elijah left, Elisha put on his clothes. Elijah, Elisha comes before the water. He parts it exactly the way Elijah did it. None of the sons of the prophets could part the water. That when they saw Elisha, they all bowed down and they said, Surely the spirit of Elijah, not the spirit of God, the spirit of Elijah is upon him. Immediately from then they began to call him my Lord. They wanted to be servants because they realized that Elisha was a servant. He grew. Now they wanted to be servants. They began to ask him, my Lord, can we go to the other side of the river? My Lord, please move with us. Please don't leave us. They started begging him and tried to do what he did with Elijah. But the grace had already passed. Mm -hmm. Elisha did not trust them. Never left what he was given by Elijah to any of them. His bones could raise the dead. But he did not find an asset to leave what was given to him. If you are not wise, you will suffer even though you have God. Some of you, you think a snake is evil. Moses is in the wilderness. People are being beaten by snakes. God tells him, cover a snake and put it up. Whoever looks at the snake gets healed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If Prophet Lovi today said, God told me to put this snake here, all those who have cancer at home, look and you'll be healed. You'll call me a devil worshiper. But Moses did it. I'm not saying go find yourself a snake. Please don't do that. I'm just trying to show you that you have polluted your mind. You've made... You have associated evil to wisdom. Do you realize the first place that a snake is mentioned is not mentioned to be evil, it's mentioned to be wise. Wow, 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 wow. That's good. Whenever you see a lion, a lion is associated with boldness, courage, and strength. But yet lions kill people, but they don't mention it in that. When you see a lamb, is, is the ability of a lamb is the ability to follow a shepherd. Yeah. All these animals have a spiritual significance. But you have associated a snake with the devil. But you don't understand when they say that old serpent, they are saying that crafty one yeah. that used it for the wrong reason. Yeah. Not that being snake is bad. Jesus was extra wise. Jesus comes to a blind man. A man who has, is, in his, is an older man. Jesus goes to him, finds him, opens his eyes, heals him. Yes. And he tells him, shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> a man who the whole community knows has been blind forever. You heal him and you say, don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's called reverse psychology. <laughs> 
a man who a man who's been blind all his life, all of a sudden he's walking, he can see. People, everybody is seeing you walking with your eyes. What happened? What do you think they're going to say? Jesus opened my eyes. Don't tell anyone. That is not a secret. It's open. But Jesus saying, shh. But then the Bible is telling you his fame grew. Yes. Yes. Jesus is standing outside of a city. He finds a woman. Tells her, give, give me water. You know how the story goes. And it, the woman said, give me this water. She says, okay, where is your husband? She says, I have none. He said, you're saying the truth. You've had five men in your life. None of them you're married to. And the one you're living with now, you're not married to either. The woman was shocked. The woman ran into the city and said, I have met a man who has told me everything about myself. In that village, his disciples could not go and preach. They needed somebody from the village to advertise him. He went into that village and stayed there for like three days. Won souls and moved on. He was using strategy. If his disciples were with him when he was trying to talk to that woman, they would not allow him to ask a woman for water. They would be the one that would give him water. Right. Good, Papa. Everything he did was calculated. Do you know what you have to be doing casting out devils that people say that you are casting out devils with the power of the devil? <laughs> Everything he did was to provoke them to lead up to him being crucified. Yeah. Do you realize he waited for them in the garden to come and arrest him? He planned the whole thing. The whole thing was arranged by Jesus. He's even telling Peter, Peter, calm down. You're going to betray me three times this night. He already had the whole map. He knew what was happening. He was not caught up. Oh, Jesus was betrayed. How bad it was. He's the one who set it up. He knew by telling them he was the Messiah, they would kill him. And that's what he wanted. Are you an asset to God? Jacob was willing to do anything that he could. To enter into the blessing and God never told him to repent. Especially when he ran away. God is meeting him and telling him, listen, I will be with you. Anywhere you go, I will prove that I, God, I am with you. I will bless you. I will prosper you. You are an asset to me. I will make you a nation. Not because the guy was a holy man. But notice this. How did Jacob become rich? His father declared a blessing on him. But how did Jacob become rich? When he went to his father, when he met his father-in-law and he began to work for his father-in-law to get his daughter. What was Jacob doing? He was still dealing with livestock. Mm -hmm. He was dealing with sheep and goats that he always dealt with. But everything he did, they multiplied. Before when he was in his father's house, nothing was multiplying. Mm -hmm. But he's in his father-in-law's house. Everything is multiplying to the point that his father-in-law tricked him and gave him the wrong wife. He worked another second, seven years. His father gave him, gave him another one. He gave him the right woman. And when he gave him the right woman, he said, listen, why don't you stay with me? I will pay you to stay with me. But Jacob knew. 
Why is he paying me for something that I can do by myself? Mm-hmm. His father-in-law tried to trick him. Okay, the white sheep belong to me. And the spotted ones are, are yours. He said, oh, okay. He put a prophetic thing there. Whenever the sheep ate, they saw the spots. It changed. Then he said, okay, the other one is mine. He still multiplied it because he was an asset. God will never prosper somebody that is not an asset to him. Spirituality is reflected by how wise you are. How clever you are. Your skills to manage the gifts that God has given you because and the skills that you have earned determines what God is going to actually give to you. Moses was a leader in Egypt before he was kicked out of Egypt. When he came back to Egypt, he was still a leader of the people. He was doing the same thing he was doing in a different way, but he was still leading people. He was a prince of Egypt. He got kicked out of Egypt. He became a prince to the Jews. Their work has not changed. He's just doing different work for different people. God wants you to be an asset for his kingdom. Uh, uh, God wants you to be a furniture of honor inside of his house. There are people who God gifted greatly, but they still brought dishonor to him. And there are people who are made of clay that have brought more honor to God more than those who are of gold. Let me explain to you something. The Bible says charity covers a multitude of what? Sin. Do you know your ability to give can make God ignore your sin? That's good, Papa. Huh? No, the Bible is telling you, God is telling you, you know what? Meaning that if you get to a place where you are helping so many people, even if you made a mistake, God will will cover you. Because of what you have done for him. When the king was dying, Mm -hmm. I believe Isaiah the prophet came to him and told him, listen, get your house in order, you're dying. The man turned to the wall, he said, Lord, remember how I have lived for you. And everything that I've done for you. God said, hey, 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 you know what? Uh, Please, uh, uh. It's, it's, it's baffling. What I'm trying to say is even baffling to myself. Do everything you can to be valuable to God. God will give you the ability. God will give you the grace. 
but do whatever it takes to be valuable to God. There are things that God will bless somebody, not because they are the... Do you realize Cornelius could have an encounter with the angels, yet he didn't even have the Holy Spirit? And the angel comes and tells him, hey, your giving and your prayers have stood as a memorial before God and have been sent to you to give you direction. Because he was giving. The angel ignored his fasting. Do everything that you can do to be valuable to God. Build yourself to the point that you can have influence in your community, in your family. That when you speak, people listen because you you deliver. Yes, Lord. This is a new month. This is literally the first day of this month. (coughs) What are you doing for God? Hmm. Are you going to be a vessel of honor? Are you going to be a vessel of dishonor? God doesn't let go of his investment easily. When you become an asset to God, when you become an asset to God, God will never let anybody touch you. God will never let people destroy you. No one will have the power to stop what God has begun in you. It's just impossible. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But if you're not an asset to God, if you lose things, God is not really, he has no urgency to do anything. Yeah. You don't give him any profit anyway. Yes, yes, Father. The reason why Jesus was about his father's business is because he wanted to profit his father. I want each and every one of you right now as they are going to be worshiping God I want you to tell God Lord I am giving towards your house I am giving towards your house I want to become an asset that blesses your house so that you can bless me I want to become an asset that can increase your house. There are some people that have given a thousand, there are people who have given ten thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand. Give the best that you can to make this thing a reality. Yes, we are in escrow, but we still haven't covered what we really need. Are you going to be an asset to God? How are you going to prove yourself before God? is by showing God I can honor you with what you have given me. Now you are making God see that I can give you more because you are using what I have given you to use for me. Become a prophet to God. Become a prophet to God. 
become a prophet to God. As they begin to worship, I want you to go and do that right now in Jesus' name. Nothing else. 
Jesus at the center of my life. Jesus, be the center of my life, yeah. And every knee will bow, and every tongue shall confess you, Jesus. you to pray that God will give you the ability to bring honor into his house. 
pray that God will honor you by giving you the grace to bring honor to him. Jesus said, Father, glorify the Son so that the Son may glorify you. Pray that you be an instrument of honor in the house of God. Open your mouth and pray. Zapro do bodo bodo bo kabiri dibidibia Zapra daga zapra daga zapra daga Rebende bede 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 bea Zapra kata kata la baya daba Zapra kata kada baya dabaya Zapra daga daga daba dabaya Zapra daga 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 daya Zapra daga 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 daya Zapra daga 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 daya Zepara bara 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 bada bada bayata Zepre de bede 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 beo Rando pora bada dada bayata Zapra daga zapra daga zapra daga Mera bada la badayata Zebende 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 Repata la yakata Zapra da bada bada bayata Mera mandele bede bede bedo Zepara bada bado, zeprada bada bado, zeprada bada bado, zeprada bada bado, mekata laya daba, perade, 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 zaprada gada gada bayata. In Jesus' name, you are going to pray that God will give you wisdom. God will give you the ability to adapt, the ability to cultivate new skills that will make you a better steward of the things that God will give you this evening. Open your mouth and pray. 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 Kala badabaya. Zatala bayata. Mande, mande, mande. Labo rebedebe sutia. Kala badabaya. Kedo dodo bodo boda. Kedo dodo bodo boda. Kedo dodo bodo bodo boya. Zedo zedo zedo. Peroto peroto peroto. Karada baba 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 ya. Repata kata ya baba baya. Kera bada bada bayata. E mondala bayatos. Le baba bayata. Makopa radi didibia. Labradayata. Kozebere. Ende lebe debe debea. 
Uzande bedebe sota. Kabara badaria baya. Leboro boda bada bayata. Lebaba baba bayata. Lamando 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 bea. Kera bada 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 bada. In Jesus' mighty name. I know there's a few people here that want that came to give their own break. I know Prophet Reuben came. Let me start with the man of God. Let me start with the man of God. Prophet, thank you so much. Prophet Reuben has given a deep seed and he's brought in, he brought his brick. Uh, and and Prophet has given a thousand dollars. Prophet. We honor your sacrifice. We honor your sacrifice and, and thank you for being such a great brother. So it's 111. Oh, one, 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 one. One, 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 one. I know there's a scripture connected. Tell me, prophet. Uh, Deuteronomy 111. Uh-huh. What does it say? It says, uh, God of our fathers has promised us that he will bless us a thousand times more. Yes. We are. Amen. Amen. Super prophetic. Amen. <laughs> prophet, I honor you and I thank you. And I thank you for this great sacrifice. He drove all the way from Bakersfield Amen. to be here just to do this. Wow. Thank you, Prophet. We honor you big time. Amen. Maria, Maria, come, come, come. Woman of God, Maria. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Nice to see you this amazing evening. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Mm-hmm. No worry, you can put it there. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Mm. If you only knew, there's mm. no price on you. Amen. Do you know what I'm saying? Amen. There is no price on you mm. and what you've done Amen. to everybody. Amen. Everybody who's watching Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, Amen. that you came my way. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. glory to the living God. Amen. I thank you and I bless you. Amen. And be paid in full in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We pull all the resources from the left, the north, to the south. Amen. And we bring it from the supernatural to the natural now. Amen. God is a now God in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's only one power and one authority. And God says yes and amen, amen. and it's done in Jesus' name. Amen. And I came on a mission in the name of Jesus amen. in behalf of Jesus Christ amen. to deliver this Get to you Amen. as a partner of your new church Amen. in Jesus' name. That everybody that walks in there will be healed, Amen. and everybody that can't show up and sees will be healed Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to the living God. Amen. And here I am in behalf of God in Jesus' name. Here Amen. you are. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And I here give you from the bottom of my heart five thousand dollars. Wow. This is powerful. And as I stand here, I'm old-fashioned. Yes. However, I don't know how Venmo and Pell, whatever yeah, yeah, that works. Yes. But I'm here to give you October's payment. Wow. I give you uh, November's payment. Amen. And I give you December's payment. Wow. Hallelujah. Extra deep. That's extra prophetic. Thank you, Jesus. Let, let me tell you something about Maria that I've always loved. And, uh, wow. and, uh, and, uh, and uh, she's always been such a dear mother, dear sister, and a dear daughter. And I thank God so much for her because there are very few people 
that can see God in a man and follow the God in a man. And for her to be here is a testament of our future. That somebody that was there when nobody could know who you are but saw the vision of God and remained in the vision of God. It's a powerful, powerful thing and I'm really touched. And your prophetic word will come to pass because indeed God sent you. And I appreciate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Maria. Too much, too much, too much. I heard uh, uh, Paul is bringing one million. Maria, you've touched my heart big time. You've touched me. You have no idea. The mic is right here. Yes. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we're, the, we're in, the, in the Bible where it says that uh, mm-hmm. they gave so much that he finally had to tell them to mm-hmm. don't give anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just me. It's all of my sisters, my brothers, my spiritual children, my wife. My, I just see us all, Lee and Paula and all of us. We're, we just all keep giving because mm-hmm. we are compelled by God. Yes. yes. And so every time <laughs> I feel like, okay, we're done. It's just we just give more. Amen. And so today as I was here, I just saw a, a few of the children started pouring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Washington gave $50. Mm-hmm. LaVon and Reggie Jackson, mm-hmm. another 50 Desiree mm-hmm. uh, gave $5.55 twice. Mm-hmm. And then Taryn Monique gave $25. And uh, Desiree in Sacramento, I forgot her last time. Yeah. And uh, so I got you for your $10. And yeah. so they, the ministry, they just gave uh, $140.55. Yeah. Um, and then the Lord was like, give another $1,000. Amen. So Amen. we're just going to keep adding to Amen. what God is building. Amen. Amen. And, um, oh, I have something I want to give you, Papa. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's not completely done, but actually your daughter... Darian Stokes, she mm-hmm. is so faithful with taking notes in mm-hmm. every session, and she's so awesome. Mm-hmm. She has an amazing candle business. I was doing some stuff with her, but um, someone had given me some notes, and I didn't know they were hers, mm-hmm. and I started compiling this book, and mm-hmm. then the Spirit of God let me know they were hers, so mm-hmm. I, I connected with her. She said, oh, no, I don't want anything. It's okay. It's okay, but I said, no, if these are your notes, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't write the notes, mm-hmm. so we put together. They're just the notes from um, prophetic school and wow. a lot of trainings, and they That's look deep. amazing, and we just put together in a book for you, Amen. and the ancient paths um, by Prophet Lovi L. Elias, and this it has your deep. autobiography on the back. This, this is and, deep. Um, uh, we're going to add some more to it. This was just the first run they gave us, so we're wow. going to edit it thoroughly. Wow. But I could never stand this, this here is deep. when it says dedicated because Darian did it. I had to put her yes. as the person who uh, did this it. We is just deep. put it together from the Lifeline team and, mm-hmm. and your children. Wow, this this is powerful. And uh, yeah, so that was a gift to you. I wow. think it was uh, a major blessing because you blessed us all. Wow. And we love you so much. Wow. And if we could have all of your notes, they should carry us into eternity. And last Amen. forever. Amen. So we love you, Papa. Mo, I'm so touched. You. Thank you. Amen. This this has really moved me. <laughs> to, to be honest, uh, uh, some books are already done. I just I'm waiting for the new church. Yeah. You know, so so we can start putting them out. But this definitely just fueled me. Thank you so much. Amen. And and Amen. I thank God for you. Amen. 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 All those, all those who uh, are giving from home, I honor you, I bless you. Darian, thank you so much for doing this.
I bless each and every one of you that is watching from home. May the Lord remember you. May the Lord increase you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you see continually the goodness of God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You are all blessed until tomorrow. Shalom.